Welcome to the Packers Brothers Podcast. We are all part of one big Packer family. I'm your host, Joseph Lights, along with my brother and co-host, Jared Lights. Happy Sunday to you, Jared. Happy Sunday. Yes, yes. Recovery day. Oh, is it? Recovery day. Watched the UFC fights last night. Yeah, how was it? I didn't watch them. Good. I watched uh, Scream last night. The new one? Yeah. Yeah. How was that? I mean, it's just like the old ones. So, is it? Yeah. I mean, they're all the same. Yeah, pretty much. That's on Paramount, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nate has it. And I was over at Nate's. Yeah. And uh, we watched it together. I got it and watched uh, Jackass with mom and dad. Nice. Yeah. I still need to watch that. It's really good. Yeah. Highly recommend. Well, guys, you are listening to us to uh, you are listening to us on the 365 sportscast radio network you'll find us here every monday at noon along with a whole bunch of other shows so please check them out uh i know we've, we already did a show with um the whatever flips your waffle podcast they're a minnesota sports-based um radio show um so go back and check that that show out if you haven't listened to it yet we had some really good uh vikings packers talks so that was a really good one i really enjoyed it so go was, check out that was pre Devonta adams trade yeah too. it was yeah yeah so go check out 365 sportscast um you can also follow them on twitter um and that would also help us out as well and while you're on twitter go ahead and follow us the packer bros we uh just I just posted the mock draft that I did, which we're going to go over in detail here in a few moments. Um, and then when all is said and done, um, we're going to second half of the show, we're going to do a podcast, me and Jared together on here um, live with the, the uh, draft simulator on TDN. So if you guys haven't checked that out, go do it. It's a lot of fun. Um, you probably learn a lot about some of the players. Um, but it, it can get kind of uh, heavy when you're past the first couple rounds and you're seeing all these players who you have no idea who they are. And you got to go look at their their scouting profiles. But if you want to really get into it, maybe, you know. Make it really easy for people like me who yeah. only know so much about the early rounds. Yeah, they give you their whole scouting reports on every player, at least every player that they scout, which is pretty much most draftable players. Um, so I definitely recommend that. I mean, I, I, we got the premium, and I think we pay what thirty bucks a month. I don't know. I don't know. I pay for it, so you. I know. know. Yeah. And not a month. Sorry, a year. It's annual. Thirty bucks a year. Yeah. Sorry, not a month. I wouldn't pay 30 bucks a month. No, that's not bad. But a year? Yeah, I'll pay that. Not bad. Not bad at all. So, Jared, do you... I can share my screen with you if you want me to. I I was just looking at it on Twitter when you said you posted it. I went on there and looked. Okay, you can look at that there, too. And I'll, I'll just keep my screen up. So, yeah. First glance, you don't got to say any of the names or any of the players, but what do you think? 
I like Good it. looking at it. It's funny. I knew that's how you'd want to draft it too. Especially those first two picks. You already talked about it. Yeah, I did. We'll see if uh, anybody else was paying attention. Um, but I really liked uh, my end of round four and round five picks. Um, all right. Do you uh, got anything before we get started on my draft? We we're supposed to me and Jared are supposed to do one each, but. We're dealing with some time constraints, so we're in your mind today. <coughs> we'll uh, Jared's probably next week. There's really nothing going on. <coughs> like you said, the Brett Favre stuff, but I don't know too much about that yet. Yeah, we'll touch on all that <laughs> Excuse me. after we do this, uh, after we cover my draft. And I'd love to hear what um, all the listeners have to say about it. So hit us up on Twitter. Tell us what you think. I would love to hear your your critique because I'm by no means a, a pro at this. I'm just going with what I think I know. No one truly knows. So, yeah. so round and I did, I did this mock with no dra- no trades because um, in the first three rounds you get a lot of trade offers and I had some good ones that I would have considered, but I decided I wanted to do this draft with no trades, just straight up. Um, in the future, I can, I'll, I'll do one with trades. That'd be fun. But then it gets, it gets pretty, pretty hairy, and picks get thrown around and stuff. And and, it, and I don't necessarily know if it becomes as realistic when you do a whole bunch of trades. So that's why I didn't want to do it for this one. But round one, pick twenty-two. I picked. I don't even know how to. Jamison Williams. Just kidding. No, he was actually on the board. (laughs) He was on the board when I picked. Um, Was he? Yes. But I decided to go with Purdue Edge, George Karloftis instead. Um, I mean, you can, first of all, you can never have too many pass rushers. You can never. and, And we're not, we don't have any depth on the edge, we have Preston and Gary. Or I should say Smith and Gary. That's it. Besides that, we have nobody backing them up. And that's a problem. One of those guys could go down at any moment. So we can't go into the the draft or our season thinking we're okay at edge because we're not. Um, Especially since Preston's probably only going to be with us for two more years, three more years max. Yeah. So we're going to need a guy once he leaves because we're going to lock Gary up with a four-year deal probably. He's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, he'll get paid. So we, you keep guys like that around. Um, so I'm just going to go through the scouting report here. I don't know too much about Karloftis myself. Um, I haven't watched any of his you know, YouTube videos or anything. Um. But here at TDN, they got him. His ideal role is a every down four three defensive end. Um, says he's got really good get off off the line of scrimmage, so he's explosive. Um, says he's got a lot of uh, different kind of hand counters and you know ways to get to the quarterback um, in terms of the hand fighting and winning in close quarters. 
Um, they even say in there that he's not going to be the some big bendy guy who's going to you know speed rush around the edge. He's not that kind of a player, right? Um, which Rashawn Gary really isn't either. I think he's. I think Gary has kind of developed that, and he's got a little bit of that now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was never that coming in. He was just an elite athlete. Yeah, just a bull. Um, but with Karloftis here, man, they just they think of him as a really solid, you know, high upside player um, with a high floor. Um, so if we can get, I mean, and you know what they say is, if you want a good edge player, you got to draft him early. You know, if you got to, if you want, if we want a guy who's going to come in and give you substantial reps, you're going to want to draft him early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Would you have take, uh, taken Jameson Williams instead? Be hard. I, I was tempted. I was tempted. Depends on who's going to be there at edge, too, if our next pick rolls around. but Because what, yeah, what I was dealing with was Karloftis was probably going to be gone at 28, but there was going to be a slew of receivers I could choose from at 28. I knew that. No matter what, there's going to be at least one or two or three receivers. I would be okay taking. When did Alave go? In this draft? Yeah. Um, well, we might as well just move on to the next pick. Uh, pick 28, Alave was there when I picked. Was he? Yeah. He was there. Um, obviously, Christian Watson was there, but he was you know lower on the, the player rankings. Um, Traylon Burks was there, and that's who I picked, you know. Um, Traylon Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas. I took him with the 28th pick. Um, and this dude, he's he's a big guy, but he's also got some athleticism. You know, he's got 4-4 speed. He is, he's got explosiveness. Like, his athletic scores are good. And he's a run-after-the-catch monster. Yeah. So they got his ideal role as a possession receiver. They can use his big frame to shield defenders from the ball and consistently catch 50-50 balls. And, I mean, that doesn't sound sexy. doesn't sound like a player you're like, oh, yeah, let's draft him high, some guy that can just win jump balls. Um, but he's a lot more athletic than just what his, you know, their, his ideal role um, is on here. Um. They praise his route run, route running on here. Um, yes, I was just reading that. Yeah, they praise his hands. He's a sure-handed receiver. Um, and with his speed, he can separate from pro- a lot of cornerbacks in the NFL. I mean, he's not going to be your deep threat and, and burn by, you know, those top corners or the really speedy corners. But he's not slow. He's a good athlete. Um, and then where he comes in – like big time is his, you know, uh, his ability at the catch point, way to win jump balls, his runner for the catch. And that's something that, I mean, that's one of the appeals of DK Metcalf. Yeah. Um, DK is probably a better athlete than, um, than Burks. Maybe not on his uh, agilities, his three cone, because we all know that Metcalf was terrible. Yeah, like it matters. Um, yeah, it, it didn't end up mattering. So, but Burks is that, you know, height, weight, speed freak that 
you, you take a you take a chance. I mean, not even taking a chance on him. Yeah, it's a big guy who's athletic. You, you'll take that. He could come in and do some damage, potentially. What's that? He could potentially come in and do some damage. I think so too. Um, I'll just go through here, see who's on the board still. Uh, Jahan Dotson was still on the board, but he was never realistic. Um, so receivers that were taken before Burks, Jameson Williams at 25. Drake London was taken at 15. Garrett Wilson was taken at 11. And that's it. So, yeah, and I wanted to, I wanted to maybe go corner or not corner, sorry, safety here. Uh, I had my eye on Dax, Daxton Hill from Michigan, um, but he went. Let's see where he went. Oh, he went twenty. He went twenty-four. So, might have been intriguing to get him at twenty-eight if he would have been there. And maybe try to go like Christian Watson. Uh, no, I mean that wouldn't have worked out because no way Watson would have been there at fifty-three. Just no way. I probably I like that pick more than Olave too. I think Burks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Olave went thirty-three to Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, what are the receivers here? Sky Moore went thirty-nine to the Bears. Christian Watson, oh no. He went 43 to the Falcons. George Pickens went 49 to the Saints. That's about, I think that's it for the receivers pretty much. And that comes up to my third pick. Um, Sorry. Yeah, my third pick. Um, I picked Quay Walker, linebacker out of Georgia. Um, so he seems to be a pretty good athlete, um, side to side linebacker. Um, I'll read his role from the scouting report. Uh, will linebacker allowed to run chase and make plays in space. So he's got the movement ability to run in space. And I got this because, um, one, he can just come in and play special teams. We need the help there. God and, knows. And two, <laughs> Who knows? This is Chris Barnes. Could be his last year because I doubt we're going to give him a second contract. Um, and then you never know if Chris Barnes or um, Tavondre Campbell goes down. You want to have, have something there. Um, so, yeah, that's why I took him. It, if it if it's the special teams need and it gives us some depth at linebacker. It's a big boy. Yeah, but he's but he's still athletic and rangy, you know, which which is what you want, especially out of a defense like ours. When we're gonna have big boys up front, hopefully taking up blocks, so our linebackers can, you know, read and react, and make plays. Um. So that's that's why I picked him there. I know a lot of people probably aren't sexy; they wouldn't see it as sexy to pick a linebacker with our third pick, but he ain't sexy. And then shortly after, uh, fourth pick, 
pick 59 of the second round. I took Travis Jones. Defensive tackle out of UConn. Heavy defense here, Joe. Yeah. I mean, our offense is pretty set besides receiver, but yeah, I did address that at least with a, with a, one of the top picks for a, a receiver. All right, so to Travis Jones here. Ideal role, one technique, uh, which is basically nose tackle. Um, so one or a zero technique would be straight over the over, over the center. Then your one technique would be um, outside shade of the center. Two would be in the middle, right between the guard and the center, and then go on, go on, on and so forth. So you guys can. Check. I did not know any of that. Yeah, the techniques. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the techniques are just where the um, the player lines up compared to the offensive lineman. Um, so that's why when you say a, a three technique, that's going to be that that defensive tackle that's not really your nose, but he's going to be lining up, you know, inside shade of a guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes all the way out to like nine tech, which is like your your stand-up linebacker is kind of what I think what um, Gary and Preston do already. Because I think seven is outside shade of the tackle. If I'm correct, I think I am. You can double-check me if you want somebody. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, that was good. Yeah, back to uh, Travis Jones. Um. This here Jones isn't the type of player that's going to out quick everyone. He has a good short area burst for a man his stature. Um, so that's I mean, as a D tackle, that's what you need. We don't need some guy that's going to chase down people. Um, as long as he's got that short area burst, that's what we're looking for there. Um, says he's got good hand counters. Um, he's flexible, heavy hands. That often stun his opponents enables him to take control of reps. He strikes his strikes are firm, which allows him to keep his pads clean and maintain separation for his blocks while his hands are not easily dis- displaced. So that's good because we want you know those D tackles to be able to penetrate. Because um, if they can penetrate and and help in the run game just that way, it's going to allow our linebackers to you know to flow and and even for the the D tackles maybe they can make some explosive plays in the backfield so uh, as I keep going down here it says Jones is an outstanding run defender Uh, says good motor so getting some more interior defensive line depth I don't mind it Um, considering as much as you know we, we did draft TJ Slayton but he's unproven yeah. Um, but adding him to our interior defensive line would not be a bad option. I kind of like your next pick. Yeah. Kind of. Didn't know too much about him. So I had to, this was a hard pick for me. It took me a while to make this pick just because there's other players I was trying to look at. Um, as I keep going, I'm just going to see who else was taken in between Travis Jones and my next pick. Let's see here. All right. 
Uh, I looked at Brees Hall, the running back from Iowa State. He's super fast. Could fill a role in special teams if we need it. Um, both in, you know, kick coverage and kick returns if we needed it. Um, anybody else that I might? There's the edge, Drake Jackson, but uh, um, there's Jalen Tolbert. A lot of, you know, people are excited about him. Maybe one of the Packers. He was taken at 87 by the Cardinals. Uh, and then it comes to my next pick. Pick number 92, Jeremy Ruckert, tight end out of Ohio State. E. So all those Joseph. Ohio State fans be happy i picked a buckeye so ideal role starting tight end featured move piece um they praise his hands in the scouting report says his hands are terrific um it's one hand grabs it says does it say that i'm trying yeah. to skim through here i i can't read it all i don't want to read it all to the kind of one-handed grabs you put on a poster in your bedroom Ooh. a few of them yeah. Yeah, they praise his run blocking, which is important. Green Bay, and and they called him a move tight end, so that means he's got some movement skills too. So, and what's and four four. What's that? What was his four four or uh, not four four? What 40? was his uh, forty? Let me look. I got I got mock draftable up here right now. You can look. I'm not seeing it on here. Bench press, 19 reps in the 42nd percentile. So I mean, what is on here isn't off the charts in terms of his, you know, measurables. But I got him as a four-star recruit, though. Yeah, I mean, if he can move any, if you think he can move any, you know, way like athletically, plus, you know, if he can block, it's a guy you can take a chance on, especially with your fifth pick. So, and and we do need, you know, a tight end because they generally take longer to develop. So, it wouldn't be bad to get him in and get him rolling, get him acclimated to the team. All right, moving on to round three. You know, round four. It's another pass catcher, though. That's why I was excited. Yeah. And round four, pick 132. My pick was... Let me get up here. and yeah, This one was a long wait, um, but I picked Justin Schaefer, interior offensive line, Georgia. Um, we need some offensive line depth. Um, yeah, I wanted to go tackle and find one, but it didn't look like there was any worth taking, honestly. Um, and Schaefer had some athletic ability, which the Packers like. Um, I so thought you'd take up. a offensive lineman earlier in this. Hmm? I thought you'd take an offensive lineman earlier. I would. I would have, and I, I looked at it, but there was no players that seemed to fall that I liked for the value. Yeah. So, 
his ideal role de- developmental player. That makes sense. You know, we're getting him in the fourth round. He's got athletic ability, so you're you're just hoping that that can translate into him, you know, getting better. Um, and just looking at the scattering park. Um, basically, they say he has the the basics, the you know the the raw materials, I guess you could say, to be uh, an NFL lineman. Um, but it just says he isn't ready for it yet. He needs to get better, probably get stronger. And uh, then maybe in a year or two, we can can have him as a, a lineman that can provide some depth. And then these next two picks I was, I was excited for because it filled a need in two places. Um, so my second pick of the fourth round, I got in – Packer fans should love this. We got Traylon Burks, who isn't slow by any means. Don't get me wrong, but he's not a burner. Um, so we got him in the first round, and then here at the end of the fourth, we got Tyquan Thornton. He's more of the speedy guy. He's one of the fastest players in this class. Um, so Tyquan Thornton. Let me put this up. Tyquan Thornton, 428, 40. Four two eight forty. Four two eight forty. He's fast. Yeah, he's very so, light though. Yeah, but we want him to be a deep threat. So yeah, and and when you're drafting down there in the you know end of the fourth, you are more liable to you know take a gamble. You know, throwing darts at a dartboard, hoping you can hit on a guy. And this guy's got the speed to maybe be dangerous. Um, his ideal role says vertical threat receiver, deep ball threat. Um, yeah, here it says some of the normal problems you would expect from a receiver being drafted where he is. Um, says he he struggles to sink his hips on certain routes, so maybe. His straight line speed is great, but his route running, or his athleticism doesn't necessarily translate to his route running. Um, obviously, they say he's got exceptional speed, so he can separate from players, um, but maybe not necessarily don't expect him to separate off of his routes. Um, so that's probably the next step for him is to become an overall receiver in terms of his route tree and what he can do there. Because if he can translate that speed into to running routes and, and winning in different ways, then he could be really dangerous. But he's got that elite roast speed that you know Packer fans are pretty much screaming for. Do you like that one? I oh, did. For the for Dude, where I got so, him, I liked it. I liked it, it. Says he's a willing blocker, too. Yeah. And actually I went back to back Baylor picks right here because my next pick was. Um, the fastest guy in the draft, Kalen Barnes, cornerback from Baylor. Um, so Kalen Barnes, he's the fastest player in this draft, and I think he's the second fastest player of all time in the draft. Really, in the combine, yeah, he ran a four-two-three. Jesus, yeah. Um, so I took a gamble on him. Um, you can never have enough corner guy, uh, cover guys. 
you never know who can go down with injury. And you always want to be building your, your corners. Um, so maybe he'll be ready in a year or two. He can he can come in and grow with the team, but he's got that elite speed and worst case special teams gunner. Mm-hmm. You know, right there. Who knows? Does he have return capabilities? I don't know. He's a corner. Maybe he doesn't, but at the very least, put him on special teams, let him run down there and make some plays. Um Let's see outside corner is ideal role outside corner covering vertical threats. Um, says he needs improvement man to man coverage. Uh, best in zone. Usually that's the case when somebody's not good at man. They're better in zone because they don't have to lock on a receiver. They can just read the quarterback or just play their zone and kind of be more reactive than you know in somebody's face. Being a cornerback would be so tough. Yeah. So he's not a huge guy either. 5'11 and a half, 183. Um, but he's a guy we can develop. You know, you take a chance on dudes with this athletic traits. And I'm pretty sure all of his uh, athletic testing was off the charts. I'm going to search him right here in a, a mock draft real quick. Oh, yeah. So 40 yard dash, 423, 99th percentile. 10-yard split, 1.49 seconds. So that's how long did it take him to hit 10 yards. So 1.49 seconds. That's 92nd percentile. Hand size, 93rd percentile. Um, So if I had to guess, I'd assume his, you know, his, um, his vertical and his broad. I'm hoping are also good because that means he's explosive. Um, it's not listed on here, so sorry, can't tell you guys that. Let's see what the scouting report says. Here we go, perfect. Functional athleticism. That's exactly what we're looking for. This player is really good. Is a really good linear linear athlete. He shows that he has great down down the field speed to run with the receivers in the deep portions of the field. His biggest issue is movements that require him to move laterally. Barnes struggles on in-breaking routes and out-breaking routes that force him to sink his hips to make a cut in order to mirror the receiver. So, if I mean, nobody will remember, but that's kind of the same thing they were saying about Eric Stokes last year and he's coming out. Yeah. They were saying he was you know super fast in a straight line, but they thought he might lack the uh, movement ability otherwise, kind of like um, Barnes here. But Stokes is also a way higher projected athlete and player than Barnes. So When we get Stokes, was it first round? Yeah, he was our first round pick. So after Barnes, we had to move to the seventh round because I guess we don't got a sixth round pick. Where my next pick was Isaiah Pola Mayo? Pola Mayo? Oh, oh. Yeah. Didn't know anything about him. I was just making this pick. I was looking at players, seeing who I wanted. And uh, I think safety is a need for us, low key. Yeah. Goes. Hi, back there. I see the cat. <laughs> Trying to get my chicken wings. Yeah. So, yeah, I took a safety. And at this point, I'm not looking to, you know, 
nitpick players in the seventh round. I'm taking who I think can help the team and who's athletic. So we need a safety. Uh, I looked at his uh, measurables. You see him pretty athletic. Um, and also he can just come in and play special teams. Um, so I'm going to look up his. Um, his measurables right here. I feel that's me. I oh, guess he's not on there. We'll just go with the scouting report. So ideal role, safety and core special teamer. Um, bah, bah, bah. Says he has a versatility skill set. Uh, he can align in various places. Says he demonstrates good range on the back end. Um, he can get to his landmark flu fluidity due to his football IQ. Um, he's, he's aggressive when defending the run. Uh, it says functional athleticism. He is a good overall athlete. He demonstrates fluid hips and good range in pass coverage. Uh, Love bringing team. up the hips. <laughs> he projects as a core special teamer, core special teams player. He has the size, straight line speed, and physical toughness to excel in this aspect of the games. Or of the game. So as a special teams player, I like that pick there. Um, yeah, at least like you can get some value out of them yeah. right away. And this last one, I was just trying to find any player with the scouting port that I liked. What else could you think of those? And Probably an offensive lineman. Might as well take a shot at one. Yeah, that's what I did. I took Luke Wattenberg. I got a interior offensive lineman out of Washington. Um, I He had some decent measurables for his uh, for his testing. So that's why I took him. Um, 20 yard shuttle, 81st percentile, three cone, 86th percentile, broad jump, 94th percentile. So he's explosive, um, which is, which is good in the run game. Um, so really I was looking at athletic traits, um, on here for mock draft tool. It gives you comparisons to who they kind of compare to in terms of percentage. And they got him, uh, a player we all know, John Runyon. Mm -hmm. Yep, out of Michigan. They got him as an 82.9% comparison. So they're saying he's pretty pretty comparable to, to John Runyon in terms of his measurables. Um so let's get a scouting report here. Ideal role, rotational interior off the lineman. Of course, he's a seventh, seventh round pick. That's what he's going to be. And hopefully develop into something more. Um, and his scouting report is, as you would think it would be, everything's pretty much average. I say he's pretty much not great at much, but he's just an average player. He's going to need a lot of growth. Um. But what can you do in the seventh round? Say, so what, what are you going to do? You got to take someone. Mm -hmm. So overall, I was happy with it. We got we got one of the top edges. You know, if you're going to want impact, you get it in the first, you get it early. So we got the edge. 
got a really good receiver. Um, got a handful of special teams players in here and maybe in some definite linebacker depth, interior defensive line depth, got a tight end, um, got some offensive line depth. I mean, granted, they're going to be de- developmental players, um, but the Packers are going to go sign a swing tackle anyways. So, Brian Balaga, come on back. Love to come have on. you back. <laughs> think he's going to want a lot of money? Hmm? Think he'll, think he'll want a lot of money? He better not if he wants to come back, but no no other team signing him, so. Yeah. Why not come try and run one back with the Packers? And then uh, the Taekwon Thornton pick I really liked. Got that elite speed to go along with our our you know, better top receiver in the first round. Yeah. So it's kind of, I really liked how the receivers played out for us for me here. So that was my draft. Would love to hear everybody's thoughts about it. What do you think, Jared? I like it. I would like to see, uh, get an offensive lineman a little sooner instead of the three heavy defensive line. Yeah. But I'm not mad about that either. Depends yeah. on what's on the board, and you got to take the best player. Not always, but yeah, I mean, where I was picking, I really didn't see the value in any of the, the tackles that were out there. So, but it was fun. That's my first full seven round mock draft of really? the season. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, like, what do you mean? No, I, I've tinkered around and looked at. Did a few first rounds, but full seven rounds is my first one. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Let me know what you think. Picks you like, picks you love, picks you hate. Uh, Let me know. You're going to post on the Packers fan thing on Facebook? Maybe. I don't really get on there much anymore. I just put it out to our Twitter, Twitter followers. Yeah. People can catch it on Twitter. That always spark up people. I already sent it to Peter Bukowski. See what he says. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Probably nothing. Yeah, I sent it to him, but he won't say anything. Peter, I said please. it once before. He doesn't ever reply. But yeah. Let's talk about a few of the other little things going on, and then hopefully we can have some time to get into another little mock with just me and you. We'll do it live right here. Mm-hmm. All right, so small stuff. Um, you were talking earlier about the Brett Favre thing. Do you mm-hmm. want to go ahead? I don't know enough about it. I just know he was. So was he doing like charity organizations and just keeping the money? I really don't know. It seemed like he was receiving money from from some representatives in Mississippi for doing stuff. Um, some of stu- some stuff, which he didn't do. Like I know it mentioned that he got paid. He, got, he received $1.1 million for a speech he was supposed to do. Um, but he, he never did the speech. And I think it's a lot of things like that, where they're just kind of throwing in money. Um, and it said so far, he's got over eight mil in funds from doing that kind of stuff. 
So I really don't know too much about it. Something about welfare today. Fraud. Yeah. So not a good look. But with Brett, I mean, everybody knows he's not an angel. Yeah. Like it sucks. But is it like completely surprising to me? No. Um, it's a cha- it don't really change how I think about him either, to be honest. Well, he's not as a not as a hacker. Yeah. Maybe as a person. Yeah. Um Whitney Merciless retired. I know there was word buzzing around, like maybe the backers hold on to him and keep him as some edge depth. Um, but he retired. Um, but I don't necessarily think that means he's done. He could be some guy that we call up, say we get like, God forbid, one of Smith or Gary goes down. They could call him up and be like, hey, we need you. Come come give us a, give us your services for the rest of this year and we'll probably pay him a mill or two or something. I don't know. I'm sure that's yeah. something they would consider. I'm sure. Or maybe middle, sure. middle of the year, there's a contender that wants some extra edge depth. They want to sign him. So it wouldn't surprise me if he came back this year to the Packers or elsewhere. And then uh, one receiver that um, everybody was maybe, not everybody, but some people were considering or looking at the Packers maybe taking a shot at was Brandon Cooks. Um, but he's staying in Houston. He just signed a new deal. Uh, two years. Thirty-nine point six million. Sheesh. Yeah. Well, thirty-six of it's guaranteed. <laughs> so it's basically he's getting all of it. So a lot of money. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't want him to pay Brandon Cooks. No. no so definitely not. You can keep him, Houston. <clears throat> you can keep him. They need some. Yeah. All right. Well, let me uh, let me share this with you, and then we'll. Thank we'll you. get on with this with this mock, Jared. DK Metcalf. We're still going to go out and get him. Just waiting for the... I hope so. All right. Can you see my screen? Yep. All right. Start mock draft. Packers. We're only going to do the first four rounds. Because seven would take too long for what time we got left. Start draft. And we're, we're going to do no trades, right? No trades. It's just... That's so unpredictable, especially for something to make up trade scenarios. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of defer to you for these picks. We can talk about it, but I'm gonna defer to you. I want you to get some some talking in here. Sorry, decline. We're not doing trades. All right, 22. What do you see? Let's see. Just take a look right now. Anything you see, or I can just go straight to wide receiver if you want me to. I, I see the receivers that are there. I know, but I can filter it if you want me that, to. That Burks is still there. Tell them, tell them who's still on the board that you see that you might like out of the, out of this group. Well, we got Olave. I really like Olave. Uh, your pick, 
your second round pick, Burks. Your first round pick still there. Yep, Carloptis uh, is still there. Carloptis. So I can kind of understand why you went with an edge first. What's yeah, Devontae you know Wyatt? There's going to be some receivers there. So go to Devontae Wyatt there. Let's check him out. Oh, Devontae Wyatt wants some interior defensive line. Hmm. You're gonna go into your offense, or you're gonna go into your defensive line with the first pick, huh? I'd say. I mean, he's good. Yeah, but we need more of an edge, though. Yeah, with this pick, I'd say so too. I'd probably go with Coloptus because you know there's gonna be, you know, you're taking wide receiver one or two. Yeah. Is that who you want? Yep. All right. Jared has chosen George Karloftis with pick 22. Jahan Dotson went at 24. Ooh, a lot of it went. Did he? That surprised yep. me. Um, yep, a lot of it went at 26, and we are up now at 28. Yeah, you got to go Burks here, or he's gone. Yep, he would be gone by the time we pick again, and you'd lose out on any – Top receiver. Daxton Hills here. Safety out of Michigan. Look at that. Devontae Wyatt's still there. Yeah. People must must not need just that interior defensive line. Um I wonder if Christian Watson's gonna be there at our next pick. That'd be fun. Go back to back receivers. If it was those two, definitely. Brooks and Watson. Oh, for sure. I'm running to the podium. All right. So what's up? What's your pick? Burks. Burks. We're going Burks. Right. Oh, yeah. Guy have to. Traylon Burks. Are you copying me here, Jared, or what? Just see what I see where you're going with it. <laughs> oh, Devontae Wyatt went. Finally. Up, oh, Christian watching what? Darn it. Pickens went. Yep. So see what receivers are left. Talk to him. Who's left? We got David Bell out of Purdue. Uh how do you Who say tested that? terribly, by the way. John Menchi. 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 The third. Calvin Austin, the third. Did we look at Kyle Phillips? No, we didn't. Or is that just because we know a Kyle Phillips? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Um, yeah, Jalen Tolbert's one of those speed guys that um, some people are excited over. Oh, I'm sorry. You're probably looking at that. My bad. I was trying to find his 40 time. Go to offensive line. Tackle? Yeah. What's up? Uh, got Daniel 
Felili. Felile? Felile. Okay. Nicholas Petit for Ferrer. I don't know how to say that. I don't know how to say it either. Yeah. Petit Ferrer. Right. What is uh just go through those like top three guys there. Let's take a look. Their scouting report? Yeah. Right, here's the first one. Here's uh Falele. Raw ability to direct his frame. It's ideal role starting yeah. left tackle or starting right tackle. Sets, impressive vertical sets are challenging. Go down. Where do they got him projected going, value-wise? Should say to vary about him. Yeah, had him a third-round value. Which technically to be a reach right now in terms of their value. But yeah, Nick, old Nicholas there. He's a third round value as well. Which we are in the third round, right? No, we're in the second round. First oh, second I forgot. Round. Yeah, we got two picks. So, yeah, let's hold off. Yeah. Do you want to go a different position? Yeah, let's go. Let's see who's it. Linebacker. Got Kobe Dean. Kobe Dean. He wasn't on there when I picked last time. Quay Walker. Quay Walker's who I picked. High level IQ. Good tackler. High football good, IQ. Good value in the passing game. Quick to decipher run plays. Got him as a second round value. Yeah. That might Census be the pick. 84.9. So that's probably my pick right there. Yeah. Nicobe mm-hmm. Dean. Yeah. All right. He wasn't there on your board. No, he wasn't there when I picked last time. Quay Walker was the top linebacker. I think there might have been one guy ahead of Quay, but I didn't like what his scouting report said. All right, here we are. So, out of linebackers, I'll just go back to all and let you look. Definitely getting a quarterback here. Oh, Kenneth Walker's right there. Want some money yeah, back, Deb? We really don't need it though, because we got what's his name last year. Um, got Balele still there? Because he won't be there when it comes back to us in the third. We're still round two. Yeah, but you got to consider since we won't be pick like gonna be a significant drop off well they could consider him maybe a third round value but if we're not gonna get another crack at him till the third go to interior d-line 
sometimes it's when you not necessarily reach, but there you go, Joe. Zachary Carter. Cole Gator. What's what's he looking like? He's a standout basketball player in high mm. school. Ideal role, base end that gets chances to reduce inside. Not overly explosive. Linear athlete, active hands. He's lengthy, they're saying. Yeah, say he's got a good motor. He's decent at run defending. That's who projected at. Third round value. Mm-hmm. I'd probably, I'm going to want to go tackle here, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Get that talent while we can. Well, Falele is still here. Yes, sir. You want to see you want? Yep. Falele, he's ours. All right, we're cruising right along. Decline that trade. So Jared's gone. Edge receiver, linebacker, like I did, but then he went offensive tackle instead of defensive tackle. Right, now go to interior and see what's left there. Interior defensive line. Mm-hmm. Yep. Matthew Butler's there. Uh, Jermaine Lowell or Lole? I've 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 watched Haskell Garrett at practice. Really? Mm-hmm. When I went to college at Ohio State. I watched him at practice. It's part of our, our football class. We had to go. Uh, we had to attend a Ohio State practice and, and scout him. That's pretty cool. Yeah, this will probably be our last pick. So we're uh, we're running out of time here. Okay. Scroll down for me on him. One second. So rotational three and five technique. Busy hands, they say. Busy hands. Let's get physical. physical. Flexible. <laughs> Love flexibility and a defensive tackle. It's his projective value. To be determined. Mm. But Scout Joe Marino is was a 73.5, which is about a third round value, pretty sure. Yeah. I think I definitely we gotta I gotta pick an interior defensive line here. That we do need something. Is that who you want? Lock it. There we go. Kind of want to go with uh, what was it, Garrett? You said Pascal Garrett. Yeah. Just because you, you kind of know him. Yeah. 
No, we're not trading anymore. We're done. So yeah, that's going to be uh we're not going to get to our fourth round pick. We're not out of time here, guys. And maybe here soon we can both do one and, or at least do another live one. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be down for that. Um, but please guys let us know what you thought of my draft and let us know what you thought of the one we just did. Um, we'd love to hear your guys' comments. Um, I mean, how much better I did tune into, <laughs> Hey, let's do it. Let's see what the people hey. have to say, but you tune in to us every uh, Monday at noon on the 365 sportscast radio network. Uh, you can also find us on Spotify, Google, please go follow us on Twitter. We love to interact with you guys. And that's going to do it for us this week. Um, we'll be back next week with more draft stuff. Um, hopefully some receiver news. I know we keep saying that, but we got our fingers crossed. Yeah. Yep. That's all we can do. So let's go get DK. But until then, go pack. Go back. Go back.